Another day, another disaster. You're listening to SEQ with Babylon. Delphi. Isha. And, oh God, please help. I've been locked in the basement. The epidemic had had me quarantined down here. It's cold. I'm out of Doritos. (laughs) I need Mountain Dew. Excuse me. There are so many Doritos upstairs. What is wrong with you? Well, now you broke the fiction. I'm locked in the basement. Come up the stairs and eat your Doritos. (laughs) Oh, sweet Lord. So how's quarantine going for everybody? Get fucked. Yeah, that sounds about right. I keep, like, revisiting this thought of, like, are they just, like, waiting for a legit superhero? Like, are they hoping that Captain America is secretly real? I think they honestly believe that they can fix capitalism. Whatever. Uh, so since the last time we recorded, um, they've rat-fucked Bernie out of any viability whatsoever. He was doing yep. really well. Now, now, it's not... Okay, I agree that he's not likely to win, but let's be clear, he has not been rat-fucked out of viability, and we're not going to play into that narrative because it is a lie. It is a lie, but the obsession with rallying around Joe Biden, the trick to propaganda is to repeat the lie until everyone forgets that it's not true. And they're doing very well with that. Yes, it's only a lie in as much as if they stopped rat-fucking him today, there's still a chance he could win. Instead, they've locked him in the house. (laughs) Just just to make sure they can't say anything. Biden, as of this recording, where is Joe Biden is trending on Twitter because no one has seen him. No, I think he gave a press statement yesterday, actually. By video. Oh, did he? That's news. Because the last I heard was that the only instance of, like, interaction he's had with anybody since that one record, like, phone interview that he had with a reporter a while back has been his Twitter account popping into some celebrity's entertainment quarantine video on Twitch to give us a thumbs up in the chat. Exhausting. Because that helps. Which everyone is now claiming, well, not everyone, but a number of people are now suggesting that um, some of his staffers did for him. I mean, it wouldn't be shocking. Yeah, here's the thing. I 100% don't believe he did that because apparently he's so technologically inept that he doesn't know video conferencing exists or how to record himself from his phone. So I don't believe that was him. Yeah, I heard he did a video press conference yesterday, but I'm not seeing anything about that, so I might have been misinformed. I haven't heard about anything that actually, like, was published successfully. No, I'm not finding any evidence of the thing I heard about, so probably it doesn't exist, like Joe Biden. (laughs) Honestly, I would not be shocked that if, like, Joe Biden, like, dies in the home of Corona... They will still run him in the primaries as a corpse. That's a horrifying notion, and I don't love it. Yeah, but, like, is it any weirder than anything else that's fucking happened in the last month? God, no. But, like, (laughs) I don't have to like it. You know what I find especially tiresome? What's that? There are all of these news articles talking about how Joe Biden is nowhere to be seen, which means the only voice addressing the COVID epidemic is Donald Trump. And all I can think is, wow, you guys really fucking hate 
that Bernie Sanders is at the front lines of the epidemic response here in the United States, don't you? He's been releasing daily videos, talking with people, doing Q&As, bringing on experts, fundraising for resources and relief funds, directing people to resources and relief funds. Like, the man has not stopped moving. Oh, God. Holy I just, shit. I just realized, we live in the Incredibles universe. Would you care to expand on that? Okay, so... The main villain of of the Incredibles was a was a kid without superpowers who wanted to make everyone super because when yes. everyone is super, nobody is super. That is correct. Bernie literally is trying to like get everyone involved in the fucking political process instead of like the same seven people that have been involved since like I don't know, maybe the 50s at this point. I see where you're going with this. I don't like it. They are so mad that they are not exceptional anymore. Oh boy, we really are just going, like, all in. Like, you can't parody this anymore. Like, I can't, honestly, I, I, like, I have been feeling, like, deprived of any sort of satire because you can't, there's nothing you can satirize. Think of the most ridiculous thing that could happen in this circumstance. It's already happened. Three times already. The so-called leading frontrunner of the election race disappeared. No mainstream outlets decided to cover it, but they sure are pretending that the one person on the national fucking stage who is actually trying to prevent this fucking apocalypse also never sees any coverage. And they wonder, why does Donald Trump win all the time? <sighs> An excellent question media. What is their actual objection to Donald Trump? He's impolite. Yeah, he's rude about his racism. Okay. I mean, so is Joe Biden. <laughs> yes, but Joe Biden isn't nearly as loud. Mm -hmm. Jesus. And they can keep him off of Twitter. So like, worst comes to worst, they just take away his phone and hide him in a back room and everything's fine. With Trump, he just keeps going and they can't stop him and they don't love that. <sighs> Heck of a noise you just made there, Lore. The news hasn't stopped happening. Like, I can't even compile, like, current events anymore because within minutes they're already invalidated. I would like to remind everyone that it's been three weeks since Pete Buttigieg dropped out. Oh, God. God. What's that Lenin quote everyone keeps throwing around? Some decades feel like weeks and some weeks feel like decades or something. I don't know. My objection is not to the news. It's the kind of news that we've been receiving. Like garbage trash news for nothing that teaches nobody anything and is actively destructive to not just our society, but all global life. Yeah, I agree. Like we are literally on the verge of a complete ecological apocalypse. And these motherfuckers are just, are just mad that the loud Jew is right about some things. I liked that one news anchor, or not news anchor, it was someone It was someone that the news anchors were bringing on to interview, who was like, I've gone in the span of a couple of weeks from saying things like, how are we going to pay for certain policies, to retweeting tweets by the likes of Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because they're absolutely correct about what needs to happen. And it just, like, you just got to watch the horror dawn on the newscasters' faces as they realized what she was saying. 
Yeah, because Bernie Sanders has been right the entire time and is literally, literally the last thread between the United States and absolute revolution, whether towards open fascism or actual socialism. Bernie Sanders is the one centrist left in the country, and they keep calling him too radical. And all I can think is, you know actual radicalism gets you dumb motherfuckers beheaded, right? No. They don't know that. They genuinely don't know that. There's no possible way that they know. I am moments away from leading a conga line of fucking landlords to the fucking guillotine at this point. All you guys get to die. I, we have gotten to the point where, like, everyone gets to die now because we asked for healthcare. But the billionaires get to die last because that's the society we've designed. People who do nothing get to live longer. And people who spend every waking hour of their lives improving society, their homes, their families, and, again, society get to die first because fuck you. Correct. That tracks. So anyway, we're in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> it's fucking quite the experience. Oh, hi. I didn't see you come in there. My name is John Pfizer, and I'm experimenting on this Nigerian child. Why, you may ask? Well, for the benefit of humanity, we're on the cutting edge of new antibiotics. Pfizer. What's a consent form? We did not pick a sponsor for this episode. We did not. I was going to sponsor it, Quarantines. Quarantines is not a brand. Sure it is. How will we make commercials for Quarantines? Watch me. What commercial did you people just hear? It's okay, I've got one. I've got one in mind. You have a commercial oh. in mind? Oh, yeah. boy. Don't worry. We're going to keep the mystery alive until uh, the end of this segment. The mystery? The, they'll already have heard it. Yes, but we won't. It's a surprise for us. Time is a fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of surprises. It's a special sponsor that will help us out later. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh I don't God. believe that at all. No. So, so in light of recent world events... I think it's prudent to talk about the gigantic, bulbous elephant in the room, you know, covered in sores. This is very gross. I don't like I this elephant. I would prefer you not continue with this. No one likes this elephant. Delphi, how about you start us off with this? Why is beating Trump not the only thing that should really be concerning us during this election? Because apparently we'll have a gangrenous elephant just rotting up the room after- What? happening what? I, I lost track on the metaphor i'm sorry uh, oh gangrenous elephant god you're so bad for please everything change ever. gangrenous elephant anyway I no i can't start i've i've lost the plot wow <laughs> metaphor there, Lore. You've made Delphi speechless. Uh, alright, alright. How about you walk back your metaphor, you little bitch? <laughs> no, well, no, because it, it is a big thing that, like, okay, so, like, the 
the the beating of the war drums for the DNC have Wait. been we need to beat Trump. So you're just gonna ask Delphi and nobody else? Can you mount this elephant? Oh God! Why is this still <laughs> happening? Not anymore. No. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> Who's gonna fuck this elephant? Nobody, and no one's gonna fuck you either. <laughs> When the metaphor Uh. presents itself to you, you can't mount it. I would just like to take this opportunity to remind everyone that elephants are too big to do any kind of humping motion, so they do have prehensile dicks. Oh my god, what? Why? Okay, I kind of love this. (laughs) Why have you made this so much worse? (laughs) We are in quarantine. I don't have alcohol. Gangrenous elephant tentacle. Oh. Uh, well, I guess we found our title. All right. <laughs> no, we already had a title. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm willing to forgo quarant memes for gangrenous elephant God, tentacle. God, no. God, no. Why? Babylon, you were my only hope. I am in charge of the editing. Ugh. Babylon, great editor in the sky. Why is Trump not enough? You want to try that question one more time? Why is Trump not enough? Because fascism deserves better! (laughs) (laughs) Why is beating Trump not enough? Because if your only argument is, we can beat Trump, you can't beat Trump. That's the number one issue I have with that line of argument. By refusing to actually court any of the people suffering under our authoritarian regime in the exact manner that Donald Trump did, you will never steal away his voters, which is what all of them are obsessed with. And by refusing to offer any kind of platform or policy to appeal to new voters, you will never override his voters with a greater population of your own, which is a second line of argument that they often make, where they're like, oh, well, we'll just get, you know, real leftists to vote for us because it's like a, like a, like a damage control thing. But, you know, we can count on them for that. But like, motherfucker, you have lost us so many times on this fucking rodeo ride. It's only damage control if they present a platform that includes damage control. Most leftists considered, already considered Sanders to be about the minimum level of damage control we were willing to accept. My final issue with the argument of beating Trump is the most important thing is that if you just beat Trump with no plans for how to repair the damage he's done, you are going to ensure that we get more fascists in four more years, which is worse. That is the bad end. Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to go with, that Trump is... The symptom, not the core issue. The conditions that gave rise to Trump are still in existence. It is amazing to me how consistently the Democrats manage to never be able to do anything once they win. They basically win and then sit there panicking and stepping on their own balls for four years, two to four years. And then the Republicans get into office and destroy everything. To be fair, a small amount of, oh my god, why is my microphone doing that? A small amount of microphone panic is good, actually. We solved solved it. it. Okay. (laughs) 
a meaningful amount of the reason Democrats never get anything done when they are in power is because they're just, you know, controlled opposition for the Republicans. Uh, but a small amount of that is also when a genuine progressive gets into office, and I know what we're all about to say, Obama was not a progressive, but by American standards, yes, he was. And when a genuine progressive gets into office, they will be hung, drawn, and quartered because we may be able to elect a progressive, but very rarely are we able to elect enough progressives. Yeah. It was just real hard watching the uh, Democratic supermajority sit there and do nothing for two years under Obama. Because that time, we actually, like, by rights, by rights, that shouldn't have happened. We may have had 68 Democrats or whatever it was. But among them, how many were actually progressives? None. Mm -hmm. Three, maybe? Five? Exactly. It was all conservatives wearing blue ties. God. But they were the right kind of blue ties. That's all any of them are. They mouthed the right words and filleted the right gangrenous tentacles. Oh, God, fuck off. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe Manchin. I have skinned this country democrat and wear his flesh to the senate so i may vote wrong on any number of bills placed before me my name is joe manchin my job is to take this tentacle and put it in this donkey's ass what yeah that sounds right <laughs> isha fuck the donkey absolutely not <laughs> that's called a donkey show and it's illegal <laughs> yes for very good reasons i think i've told this story on the podcast before but when i was in middle school we had a girl back home who was in high school who died because she decided to have sex with a horse and then her like internal organs all ruptured what oh god you have not told that story, this story on the podcast before i remember it but not I on just... the podcast Tell the story. Make, make it a metaphor for why beating Donald Trump isn't enough. Oh, God. The Democrats are the horse fucker. You can fuck the horse, but you'll still die afterwards. <laughs> okay, that was less impressive than I hoped it would be. You can lead a horse to fuck. Fuck you, I did the best I could. That was pretty solid. <laughs> you can lead a horse to fuck, but you can't make it, I don't know. I... You can't make it come? Well, no, like, the issue was that the cum was so voluminous and at such high pressure that it specifically ruptured her internal organs. Yeah, I'm, so I'm aware that So, what you're saying is I shouldn't fuck the super soaker filled with cum. Correct. The pressure washer full of semen. Oh, boy. <laughs> Clean out your colon. <laughs> All of this reminds me of the fact that back when Bad Dragon was, like, a thing that everyone on the internet was found funny instead of a problematic business that sells dildos. Um, they had a horse dick that you could put that piping into so that it would come inside I mean, you. they still have that. I know they still have it. I know they still have it. But, like, that was a thing that we all just had to live with the knowledge of very explicitly for some years. What? And do you have a problem with that? Never mind. Just as it- When you grow up around horses, and you know that fucking a horse makes your internal organs explode, yes, it's distressing to think of a dildo that's meant to be a horse dildo that has been given the ability to come. 
That is distressing. Okay. You are weak and a coward, but we all knew that. Fuck you! Now, just for reference, Bad Dragon is not a problematic business because of some dumb stupid reason. It's because the guy who makes all of the designs and runs the business is a rapist. Yes, no, I was not trying to use problematic as, like, sarcasm there. That it it genuinely, like, dude's fucked up. There are other places to buy your dildos. Am I on a podcast with a bunch of SJWs? Yes. Yeah, probably. Yes, JWs! Cocks! Semen jizzing (laughs) women! I know you are, but what am I? (laughs) In conclusion, now that we've gone... As far into the weeds as you can possibly go. Yes, but aren't we having more fun than before? Oh, yes. Bottom line, beating Trump doesn't solve this predicament where we all go insane because we're locked in the house because, I don't know, China engineered a virus or some shit. I don't- Okay, well, A, China didn't make it. B. I know, I know. B, I was being facetious. You can leave the house. You just can't be around other people when you do. So if, for example, you're the kind of person whose mental health is severely impacted by being indoors for too long, you can go on walks. You just have to make sure that you stay at least 10 feet away. And I don't know why people keep correcting me to say six feet, because when I go and look it up, it says 10 feet. Anyway, stay 10 feet away from anyone when you're outside. That's all you have to do. I believe in you. Good luck. This is the one time in your entire life, this is the one time when it's reasonable to cross the street when you see a strange black man walking towards you. Jesus Christ. Or like a a family with like (laughs) a... At least an ambulatory, like, five-year-old sitting in a stroller blasting, like, Spanish music. Yeah, basically. But do be universal about it. Don't stay on the same sidewalk as a white guy, either. Cross the street. Be ten feet. Okay, the rhyming. But what if we want to use the pandemic to be racist? The pandemic is already racist! (laughs) But if we don't capitalize on that... How are we going to get our political careers off the ground? My political career is in the nuclear shitter. Oh, God. That whole fucking thing. Which we still can't talk about. Yeah. Needless to say, part of the thing that was holding us up from making podcasts was a thing that we cannot talk about. What we can say is that we worked 90-hour weeks. You can look up the rest of that information yourself. I have not broken my contract. That's fair. (laughs) God, I hope we all qualify for unemployment. Are there any other points about Donald Trump being taken out of office that we want to cover? I mean, the only other thing I guess I want to say on this is that um, during the course of this this uh, complete clusterfuck of pandemic management, the Republicans have moved to the left of the Democrats offering... I hate that phrasing. The Republicans are making a power grab and they are trying to seduce left populists the same way they seduce right populists and to my increasing horror it seems to be working and this is how you get a nazi this is how nazis happen yeah allow me to be really really clear the initial proposals that were being made where they were where people like Mitt romney were saying oh we'll just do you know two thousand dollars a month to everybody right off the bat is not the end proposal that the GOP offered up. Therefore, it was bullshit. Almost every single Dem proposal has been farther left than the ultimate GOP proposal. But 
because no one has reported on the differences between the initial tweeting and public announcements and the actual policy, the idea that the GOP has been offering a, a more comprehensive response than the Democrats has spread and become common parlance in the political landscape, and it is factually incorrect. Before everyone jumped down my throat, by everyone, everyone tastes like they need a shower, <laughs> is that, like, in the moments that it mattered, in the opening moments, the GOP made a play to the left, further left than any of the Democratic solutions at the time, which now that is. That, like, that was now, that set the tone for the entire, for um, pretty much, like, what, what we're going through right now. <sighs> just everything that the Democrats started off with was just the most, uh, like, it was just the worst foot you could have possibly began this on. So, because I don't want this to be a fucking depressing episode where we all slowly spiral into neuroses. Um, I would like to take a moment here for us to um, talk a little bit about some of the things that, rather than just saying what I think everyone at this point pretty clearly knows, or at least all of our listeners, that like beating Trump is not sufficient, we have to have actual policy plans in place, we have to actually push for certain things, I, I think it would be good to talk a little bit about what, of, what some of those things are. Um, and specifically, what are some of the things that people are doing in the midst of a very scary pandemic um, that are working towards those goals still? Um, so things like the, um, the there's a website that's tracking mutual aid volunteer groups um, throughout the country and asking people to um, not just volunteer with those groups that are registered, but if you start up your own or if there aren't any in your region that you know of that aren't listed yet, make sure that they're registered on the site so that people can just check in and find out what's near them. Um, like things like that. Some of the, some of the stuff that's going on that people can actually get into. Is that, uh, is that mutualaidplan.org or is there a different one? Um, I think it's mutual. I think it's that one. Um, but I feel like there was one that the Black Socialists of America have been talking about that is different from the one that a bunch of other sources have been discussing. Like, there's a couple. They're dual. They're dual power. Um. Thing. Yeah. So there's dual power, and then there's uh there's a couple of I think mutual aid websites that are right now that are tracking things. I I it's possible that I just like saw them at different enough times that I didn't register them as the same thing, but I thought there were two mutual aid sites. We, I mean, we need to look up these URLs so that we can put them into this episode if we're gonna, like, talk yeah. about them. And now, a recitation of URLs. Blacksocialists.us It's going down dot org, including their COVID-19 mutual aid page. USA COVID mutual aid dot org. Genstrike dot org. G-E-N strike dot org.
And people are also recommending um, to try and connect with your neighbors more now if you if you are not someone who's especially close to neighbors um, and hasn't typically developed that kind of relationship. Now is a great time to, if you have an easy and safe way to do so, connect with them, maybe make a, you know, a, a group text message or a Facebook page or something that is just your block. Um, because it gives you guys the opportunity to stay in touch, to organize as things go down. If you're in an apartment building and you need to start talking with people about rent strikes, it gives you the opportunity to start doing that. Um, there's a, it's just a good time to be connected. Now that we've given you ways to immunize yourself against the deleterious mental effects of this, uh, pandemic, you should probably pay us. Put money in my holes. If you don't, we're going to patent your mental health and charge you for it. Oh, anyway. God. <laughs> All right. Hi, John Pfizer again. We've been caught in a controversy about illegally marketing our drugs and coercing doctors by sending them to the Caribbean. It disheartens me. How are we supposed to know that's widely unethical? I mean, come now. No one ever teaches us that. Pfizer, who wants this brick of cocaine? Fuck patent law. Patent law sounds like a B-tier supervillain in a Bond movie. I don't like the way that Babylon is looking at me. <laughs> You're oh just boy. staring at me from under my screen, so I don't know why, so I'm staring back <laughs> at you. We've hit, we've hit an infinite loop. And I looked at them! <laughs> okay, moving on from creepy stairs to, uh, creepy stairs? Stairs? What? Stairs? There are some creepy stairs at Cream. So... Wait, you can't say stairs and stairs like they're separate words when you're just using the same word with a different object. I'm not. I'm talking about the stairs in the fucking anime. What stairs? Anyway. <laughs> have death, you ever, death, death. Have you ever looked at a fantasy creature and asked yourself, what would it be like to fuck that? Yes. Every day. Frequently. Yes, frequently we've had discussions about the logistics of fucking particularly short creatures. You can say Lollafell, Yoshi P won't sue you. <laughs> also, just this episode, we had a conversation about fucking centaurs. We did? I thought we were doing- Did we? We also had a conversation about fucking horses, and I feel like that's close enough to centaurs that it passes. It, it, it does yeah. not. It does not. Excuse me. <laughs> You can't just add a fucking human torso to the horse to make yourself feel better. Sure you can. Listen, I've been in the My Little Pony fandom for a very long time, and the answer to that is no, no, you cannot. <laughs> fuck the horse. <laughs> it's like marry the mole, only fuck the horse. Horrifying. Speaking of fucking the horse. And um, other mythological creatures. Interspecies review. Okay, wait, yes? <laughs> yes, Lori's correct. We should focus on the topic at hand. But Isha, are horses mythological creatures? No, of course not. Yes. I don't deserve this. 
Hypnosis are a lie concocted by the medical industry to make you think that they're ethically sourcing birth control components. That's not what, that's not, that's a different I personally (laughs) have never seen a horse and therefore do not believe they're real. Well, I guess birds are just government drones, so these things happen. (laughs) Oh yeah, I, I did strongly consider the merits of having our, like, Patreon exclusive just be us, like, fucking reading out some of the real, real good shit posts that have come out of this pandemic. Because some of them are top fucking tier. Anyway, interstitious <laughs> reviewers. Jesus Christ. Interspecies reviewers was this is this really fucking awesome anime that um Babylon found. No, 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 no. Lore found it. Oh, Lore found it. Really? Yeah. Oh damn. Wh- All right. Why are you surprised by that? Do I look like a fucking weeb? Uh, yes yes you do um i somehow i just kind of went with anime porn that seems like babylon's thing and ran with it hey you got me there you do have a brand anyway it's really fucking funny um it is genuinely and this is true the only way we've found to watch it is on pornhub so there's a there's a fun story behind the uh the airing of this particular show. Yes. Um well. it was not initially billed as porn. It's porn though. Oh yeah, no. It was billed as kind of etchy, which is kind of your generic kind of like fan service. No, dude, it it far surpassed. I will give them this. It is soft core. Etchy it ain't. Yeah. It's is I thought I thought the whole point of softcore was that it didn't actually technically show the fucking. No, it just doesn't show the genitals. Okay, okay, all right. You could you could watch interspecies reviewers on Cinemax after midnight. You could. <laughs> um, you shouldn't. You should. You should probably watch it through like a legitimate uh, outlet that isn't Pornhub. Um, but. I don't but know what that outlet would be. Found one. Well, here's the thing. So they, so the particular studio had tricked Funimation into giving it a lot of money in a time slot, Fucking of which well, I'm they so made proud of them. Like a TV broadcast time slot. Yep, oh, it was on their fucking what? on their fucking streaming service and everything. They got to episode oh. four. Oh, that is wow. much further than I thought they would get. I before someone went by that. Before someone went, oh, oh, this is just porn. <laughs> we can't yeah, air this. We can't just air porn. Or can you? You can if you're not cowards. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, listeners, imagine your queer D and D session. But horny. So, your queer D&D session. <laughs> yeah, you got me Where there. the goal, the goal in mind is not to really, like, just go on adventures, but go on adventures specifically to fuck every species of sentient life on the planet. That me, baby. You got your slime girls. Oh, uh, yeah. You got your hyena women. Yep, yep. You got your succubi, which you probably you shouldn't should not fuck. have sex with a succubus. I will, that, yeah. You got your fire elementals. Yeah. You got your 
Wimuin. <laughs> oh god! The fucking cowgirls! Isn't there oh, some boy. horrible, like, degrading fucking tarp that 4chan- Lol cows? Oh, no, 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 not lol cows. It's okay, the, that's the only cow term I'm familiar with. <laughs> the only cows I'm familiar with, lol cows. God damn it. <laughs> but anyway, it is about a group of dude adventurers, and they are mostly dudes, save for one. The My precious baby. baby. Our most perfect, perfect baby. The one with clearly a teleco- telescopic schlong. Telecock. <laughs> Listen, they're a grower, not a shower. That is accurate. Uh, <laughs> uh, bringing a whole new meaning to God rays. I... <laughs> there is an entire episode involving them going to a fairy brothel. Fairies like Tinkerbell. Like, little, little two-inch tall. Fairies, not fae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Important distinction. And they had to all get measured, their dicks measured, before, you know, they could, you know, be with any of the, the, uh, any of the particular sex workers at that, at that establishment. The poor, Krem's an angel, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Krem is. Krem is a, uh, is intersex. Got both sets, apparently of functional genitalia. Oh no, listen. I mean, Krim may be intersex, I don't know that. But what is important to know is that Krim is a hermaphrodite, and we are using that term because it is accurate. Yep. Okay, because some people get really upset with yeah, that term. Yeah, and they can suck my hermaphroditic fucking dick. <laughs> There's an entire episode of this show that is about them going to a brothel where specifically the whole, like, the whole business for why you go there is so you can get a sex change and have sex oh, as the other sex. So they all we go- should, like. We should probably explain the characters, because we are just yeah. spitting out names. Yeah. Alright, so there's the human dickhead. He's not really relevant. The He's elf just human dickhead. protagonist, you know. Yeah. He is what he is. He's human scumbag. You have the elf. Okay, the human's name is Stunk. I will, I will yeah. spit their names in. You can describe them now. Go. You have a twink elf. That's Zell, and I don't know if twink is the right word. I mean, physically, yes, but mentally, he's a horrible little- Shodacon elf. <laughs> <laughs> and the Shoda is Krim. Let's be real here. Yeah, you have Krim, who's an angel in all the ways that matter. And also, actually, literally. Uh, there's a couple of side characters. You have a, uh, a snake man. I can't remember his name. Uh, his name is Narugami. The unfortunate halfling. Conchal. <laughs> the halfling that is never satisfied with any situation ever. No, he gave he gave a full score to something. I think to the um um I think oh I think he gave the, it to the the, the sex change one. Yeah, that's he? what I was gonna say. It was not the sex change the one. The halfling is cursed to almost exclusively have bad sexual experiences. It is kind of fucking hilarious. The halfling just wants to have a called vanilla loving experience for pay. And he is constantly getting the shit beaten out of him. And it's just hilarious. Yeah. How he keeps yeah. accidentally walking into BDSM fucking brothels is beyond me. But it's superb. I think maybe he gave a full score to the fairies, actually. No, it was, it was something where he got something. It was the marionette one, wasn't it? 
Maybe? Yes. Because okay. with the marionette, he got to pick his own personality. Yeah, I think that's the one it was. There's a fairy- there's it- been a lot- Okay, he gave a high score to the fairies, a 9, but he gave a perfect score to the marionettes, a 10. Okay, that's what we're remembering. Okay, okay. We solved it. It is important to know, by the way, when we're making all these references to the blank episode and the blank episode, this is a fetish du jour show. So every episode is dedicated to a minimum of one to two very specific fetishes. Okay, so every episode is is 22 minutes, but it's split into two parts, kind of like... Like old style 90s cartoons. So you have mm-hmm. two 11 minute connected mini sewed. Mm-hmm. Each of those is a fetish. Correct. But for example, there's an entire episode on egg laying. Yep. yep. There sure is. That just had a whole lot of fucking implications. Because, like, it's not just simply they go to a brothel and just experience it. Like, there is those, like, real in-depth fucking conversations about how each species- world build the shit out of these fucking fetish episodes. I love this show so much. Like, so few things talk about the world-building potential- of dicking down. <laughs> I think the hyena girl was definitely kind of a fun implication because I think hyenas actually, have, like all of them, do I believe have like have dick. Yes, in real life. Yes. Yep. And uh, that was fun. That was a fun, good episode. But yeah, each one kind of deals with its own fetishes. Um, usually kind of ends with the bird maid that works at the bar they all attend, kind of kicking their asses, because of course she will. It's a good show, and honestly, I will say it's not necessarily for the faint of heart. Uh, it is definitely a fetish porn anime. It is a fetish porn anime in the most intense way possible. But the world building is so good, and it's so much fun. So if you can cope with that, it's real good. Yeah, like if you're okay with seeing graphic but not explicit sex on screen, like, I think that this show would probably get an NC-17, but I don't think it would get an X, if if that yeah. makes sense to you all. Um, yeah. If you're okay with that, you should watch the shit out of this. It's so fucking good. It is. It really is. Really fantastic. <sighs> so, t- tell us the story of how you found this show, Lore, because I'm genuinely curious. Through Giguk, if you're familiar with his YouTube, he is a degenerate anime <laughs> YouTuber. Um, that's really the best way I can describe him. He had did an entire little episode of his show that he does about this weird porn that got aired in Japan for like four episodes <laughs> then immediately got kicked off. When you watch it, by the way, when you get to the scenes that got them thrown off the air, a little banner comes up that says like, please enjoy this scene that was censored. <laughs> Please enjoy this scene without the visuals. Oh, yeah. Like, they want you to close your eyes and pretend you can't see it. Like, it's amazing. It's superb. I love it. Well, no. The thing is, they put in the the warning, but the warning is for the censored version. But we're not watching the censored version. So we just get, please enjoy this scene without the visuals. And spent, like, the first three episodes being like, we have to find the uncensored version. Because if this is the censored version, what the fuck is the uncensored like? 
Yeah, so like the censored version is just the screen goes black and you have exclusively the sound effects for those like 45 to 90 second sections. And it's Mm -hmm. also very good in a very different way. (laughs) I think it was the gender swap episode. Yes, it was. Yeah, so they like they got freaked out by the gender swap episode, which was again fairly tame, all things considered. It was yes. Oh God, (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Just the reactions that they have to Krim, like just just floating the idea of fucking a dude. Yep. I want to be clear, by the way, we haven't finished this yet. There's like. Oh yeah, no, it's like still coming out, actually. Oh my god, is it really? Holy shit, that's amazing. Yeah, so like, we're we're absolutely bringing this to you while it's still fresh for your entertainment value, and you really should take advantage of that. Also, we should definitely watch another episode tonight. Yeah, but (laughs) that's not something that the listeners need to know. No. (laughs) No. I am deeply concerned by what's going to happen if we if they decide to publish a Vore episode. Uh, excuse me, that is what the egg episode was. What the fuck was wrong with you? What did you watch? I assumed that it was not entirely... I assumed that... Uh, the, 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 they go to the fucking big public arena to watch these women lay eggs and then fight over who gets to eat them sexually? That's Vore, baby. That That is Vore. Mermen are apparently really into that. Yeah, apparently. Well, I assume that they're kind of like fish in real life who don't have sex. They just all over an egg. dust the eggs? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, God, that has some, like, terrifying implications. Anyway. Oh, hi. I literally didn't see you come in. My name is John Pfizer, and I'm recording from my... Bunker under Raccoon City. And it seems that you, an infected client with, uh, one of the viruses we were tinkering with? G? Z? Oh, it doesn't matter. You seem to be very angry, and the mutations seem to have taken hold. I would just like to say that I am not a nutritious meal for you. Oh, please stop moaning. No, no, don't come closer. Come on, you silly belly. Don't sink your teeth in me. No, that hurts. That hurts. Please do not rip out my... No. Stop. And now I'm dead. But what that tail do, That's why quarantine will kill us all. Well, okay. Hang on a second. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but seriously, what that tail do, though? What tail? Not much. It's mostly for aesthetic purposes. Mm. What tail? Apparently, I think I might just have like two tails. Okay, I have a lot of questions. And number one is, I've been on this call for well over an hour and I do not remember any discussion of tails. Um, no, I don't, I don't know what tail lore is referencing, but I was specifically referring about the tails that I have. Um, that I have, I have two horse tails, one of which was made by Babylon, the other of which I don't know where it came from. See, that's horrifying. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway, Delphi, where can we find you? Hiding from the elephant in the room. (laughs) 
there is no better answer than that. <laughs> oh, God. Uh. Um, you guys will hopefully find me doing a lot of streaming. Um, I'm hoping to do um, not just like... Not just video game streaming, although that's probably what's going to end up being easiest, all things considered. Um, but I want to try and be... Find uh, you where? What? Streaming where? I was getting there, if you'd let me finish. You take dang million years to get there. Fuck off. <laughs> this is the outro. Just give us the location and go. I'm hoping to do a lot of streaming on Twitch, and if there are other platforms, I will let people know this either is on amazing. my Twitter at jdebug1 on Twitter or in the Discord app that our Patreon subscribers get. Fuck off, all of you. Where? I hate you on all. On Twitch will you stream twitch.tv slash s-e-q-t-i-e-s finally fuck off and also die i will not babylon where are you found on twitter at s-e-q babylon and i don't think i am anywhere else anymore i guess you can find me on the fairy server on final fantasy 14 but you'll have to fight to the death to discover who i am so good luck pro tip it's real easy to figure out yeah, it's not hard. I have a brand. <laughs> and I can be found on Lore of the Jungle on Twitter and S-E-Q-T-I-E-S on Twitch. S-E-Q-T-E-S. As I will be trying to stream a little bit more and talking nonsense because reasons. I get lonely, okay? Actually, one more thing. What's up? If you can correctly guess my porn Twitter, I will allow you to follow it. I'm giving you no clues. Good luck! <laughs> Again, it's real easy. Well, okay, actually, it is harder to find Babylon's porn accounts on things. Even I don't know what their porn Twitter is, although now I'm going to have to try to I find have it. given you a link to my porn Twitter twice <laughs> in direct messages. What? Now. Twice. What? Two times. What? Two times. What? Twice. Like the trailer to Snowman, you ha already have all the clues, detective. That is, that, I don't know that I believe you, and that's gonna be real distressing when I find out I'm wrong. Also, it's real fucking easy once you find it. Like, it's just like, oh, found, there's the bitch. Yeah, when you figure it out, you will be floored by how obviously me this account is. All right, this has been SEQ with Babylon. Oh, God. Isha. <laughs> Look out, the elephant. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. And someone who is about to patent your health. Hmm, this lump doesn't look natural. <laughs> Good night. What the fuck, Lord? <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>